Welcome to the Yogi Fuel Podcast, the podcast that's all about up-leveling your health, your practice, and your consciousness. We'll be taking the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science, having conscious conversations with spiritual thought leaders and alternative health professionals, and sometimes just me sharing my own experiences and knowledge to support you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Melissa Singh, and this is the Yogi Fuel Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm coming at you live from our walk with Sat. Say hi. hi. Say hello. Hi. Oh, my God. It's the best way. It's the best way to start every video. <laughs> a little hello from Sats. Um, so, hello. It's been a while since I've done one of these. And I've discovered that it's actually quite easy to do these while I go on my walk with Sats. I just have to be very mindful of the cars so as not to, you know, get hit by one. So... I wanted to come on here today and talk a little bit about three shifts we can make for fall, specifically for yogis, because lo and behold, I feel like kind of overnight it shifted to like fall weather, which I love. I'm personally, I'm very pitta in nature. So like the super heat of the summer, it's really aggravating for me, but fall is like the perfect temperature for me. So um, a lot of questions I've been getting and it's a lot of things I've been seeing is that a lot of people are getting sick. This is what happens when the seasons change and our bodies are going through like, you know, shifting from adjusting to like a super hot, um, I want to say climate, super hot weather (laughs) to, you know, more of a cool fall weather. And these are three shifts that you should make independent of your dosha. Um, These are just general sort of seasonal guidelines. And if you haven't done a dosha quiz yet with me, then I would really recommend that you go um, I'll, I'll link it here once I'm done this video, but I have a dosha quiz. And what I've done is when you sign up for the dosha quiz, I've actually created like a little mini training on the doshas so that you can kind of understand a little bit more about your dosha, what that means for you and how to sort of, you know, some simple tips for balancing. But today I want to talk about three shifts for fall. So fall is actually vata season. So if you know that you're vata, you might notice that you get really, um, maybe anxious, you get a lot more sick during the fall weather, you just feel, you know, maybe a lot more stressed, maybe stress impacts you a little bit more. Um, Because fall is vata, it's cold, it's rough, it's dry. The very fact that at the the junction of the seasons is sort of vata in nature because it's movement. So vata is like movement and changes and shifts. So anytime we see a shift in the seasons, we're going to maybe aggravate our vata just, just a little bit because we're used to, you know, we've sort of gotten into that like routine of summer or winter or whatever, you know, our season was and now all of a sudden things are changing. So that can aggravate our vata. And so there's three simple things that we can do and that you might sort of intuitively do because so much of Ayurveda is so intuitive. It's really just like tuning into your body and then doing things that are going to create balance and harmony. So the first simple thing you can do is you want to stop having raw, cold, foods like salads or anything like, you know, super cold, you want to start to favor warming, nourishing, grounding foods, soups, warm, hearty bowls. Um, That's not to say that you can't have like any, (laughs) any raw food. It's just that the dominant part of our diet, we want to be warm. There's a bee. (laughs) We want it to be warm and nourishing. Actually, I'm going to turn around. She's almost asleep. Um, (laughs) So that's the first step is to start favoring those warm foods. And again, like I said, we kind of do this naturally anyways, right? Like fall is the season for like 
butternut squash soups and like pumpkin spice lattes. This is very natural. Like the, the vegetables that are available this time of year and the foods that we naturally favor this time of year are naturally vata pacifying. And same in the summer, right? In the summer, you probably wanted cold smoothies and you probably wanted, you know, like raw salads. That was balancing for the summer, but not so much for the fall. So even though, you know, salads are quote unquote healthy and that smoothies are quote unquote healthy, anything super cold and rough and dry is gonna aggravate vata. So favoring those warming foods is gonna help to create a more, you know, grounding energy in the body. It's gonna help to balance your vata. The second thing, second shift you can make is try out doing abhyanga every day. I actually read an article for AYCT about why Ashtangis specifically should do abhyanga, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what's the word? <laughs> I'm going to put it out there for all yogis, all people really. Abhyanga is an amazing way to ground in the body, right? The word snehana in Sanskrit also means to love. So sorry, snehana means to oil. It also means to love the body. So when we oil the body, we show it love and there's a grounding sort of energy that happens when we apply oil to our body. So number one, grounding quality. But also <laughs> for yogis, specifically ashtangis who show up, you know, all day, every day doing these crazy things in their practice, it's going to help to move the lymph around. It's going to help with muscle recovery. And especially as it gets colder, we might start to feel stiffer. So starting to practice of yanga every day, super important. And I've got some good recommendations over in the Yogi Fuel method. We go into a little bit more detail about like specifics of Abhyanga, specific oils, you know, how many times a week do you want to do it, et cetera, et cetera. There are some subtle um, differences for the doshas, but just generally speaking, any type of, you know, self-massage is good. Or if you can get yourself an external massage, that's great too. Um, but Abhyanga is a little bit different than like a massage massage. It's really oiling the entire body from head to toe. Um, using long strokes. I might make a video for you. Maybe, maybe me and Sats. <laughs> um, so that's the second thing. What was the third thing? Oh, yes. The third simple thing that you can do is start even like a five-minute meditation practice. Again, vata dosha is like the dosha of anxiety. We know when vata is out of balance, we're going to feel anxious. We're going to feel fearful. We're going to feel really stressed out. We're going to feel all over the place, you know, really scattered, and so a meditation practice can be really grounding. It can be really helpful in a vata type, um, you know, when we're really aggravated in our vata or like in a vata season, right? It really just helps to quiet the mind and ground us. And like I said, it doesn't have to be like this crazy long practice, literally five minutes a day. And maybe even before you go to bed because vatas are going to tend toward insomnia. They're going to tend toward, you know, if you're someone who finds themselves like staying awake at night, you can't fall asleep, you're tired, but your mind is racing, like that's vata. You gotta calm that vata. So meditation can be super helpful. And yeah, even five minutes right before you go to bed, right in the morning, anything to sort of just ground you and bring that energy, like imagine vata, it's like your energy is going up and out and you wanna bring it down and in, right? And we can do that with meditation. So that's it, three simple tips. They're actually quite intuitive. Like I said, Ayurveda is so intuitive. A lot of us are practicing Ayurveda and we don't even know we're practicing Ayurveda. It's just about, you know, tuning into the bod, tuning into the mind <laughs> and doing things that create balance. And another sub tip, <laughs> this is actually a sub tip to the first tip, <laughs> which was eating warming foods. Um, the adjunct of seasons, the adjunct, the junction of seasons, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but the, yeah, the junction of seasons is a really good time from an Ayurvedic perspective to do a cleanse, not New Year's. 
New Year's work, sort of in the thick of winter, it's fine to do a cleanse in New Year's. You're not going to like explode. <laughs> but from an Ayurvedic perspective, this is a great time because we're really letting go of that like hot, warm, you know, summer season. And we're heading into, you know, sort of cooler season. And so we want to prepare our body accordingly. So a great way to do that is a Kitri cleanse. Kitri cleanses are an amazing, safe for all doshas, mono cleanse. So rather than like going to the health food store and getting like the three-day wild rose cleanse where you, I don't know, you drink like, there's this one cleanse my friend was doing. It was like, I don't know, you drink water with maple syrup and honey and cayenne or something for like three days. It's like really, really depleting. Different types of cleanses, by the way. This is a whole other, this is a whole other live, but I'm going there. Different types of cleanses may not be great for all the doshas. Like vata dosha would do horribly on a juice cleanse, but all the doshas do really well with Kitri cleanse. So Kitri cleanse is a really great way to just like reset the system for fall. Um, and I actually have a little Kitri cleanse ebook available on my website if you're interested in it. I'm gonna also put a little link in here if you are looking to do a cleanse. I'm also gonna probably do one myself. So let me know if you're into, I don't know, running like a little sort of group challenge. We all do it together. Um, that could be really fun, you know? So anyway, those are my tips for you for balancing your vata this fall. Just a little, just some simple things you can do and you might want to think about for your practice. Oh, she's still not asleep. Dang. Okay, well, we're going to go back <laughs> the way we came. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys have any questions, I'm going to try and link the things that I talked about in this video somewhere. I'm on my phone right now, as you can tell. So... Um, I'll have to do that when I'm off my phone, figure out how to link those things. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed. And if you have any questions, if you are, if you're struggling, man, <laughs> if you are struggling with, you know, how to shift your diet, if you're not feeling great, if you're, you know, feeling super stressed and you're, you know, burning out, send me a DM, send me a message. We'll chat. We'll see how we can support you using the wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda. Hashtag beyond the asana. Does that sound cool to you guys? Hashtag beyond the asana. I thought it sounded pretty cool. But what do I know? Anyway. <laughs> I never know how to say I never know how to start these. I never know how to end them. So I think I'm going to end this. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope these tips were helpful. Please let me know. Give me a woot woot in the comments or something if you found this really helpful. Anywho, signing off. Bye. Do I even know how to stop this? Okay, I do. Good day. Don't so